This is AZ Radio, the independent artist spotlight show with April Ann. <laughs> thank you. And are we on the air? I We're think- on the air. <laughs> and I want to thank you for being here. Gosh, you had trouble with your car. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so, like I said, it's a miracle every time someone walks in through that door. Well, thank you for asking me. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, April Ann. Yes. Um, you've, you're a prolific artist. You've done everything from movie soundtracks to uh, ambient music, yoga instructor, artists with two albums under your belt, three albums. One is about to be completed, one's out already. So what, what, what do you say about yourself about all that success? I like the way it sounds when you say it all. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's prolific. First of all, you have a great website because it gives a great uh, bio Tell us a little bit about yourself. It highlights your music, and we've had the honor of playing your music for about a month now, and I am I hope all of you have listened to our station because we're playing a lot of it. And it's, you know, when I describe your piano playing, it's cutting, uh, it's new sounding. You know, when you have the traditional piano sound and then songs like Phoenix just strike a chord, uh, as, that, <laughs> as that may sound funny. But it's just really neat piano work. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. So you hail from Boston, Massachusetts. I do. <laughs> and you've been here since 1990. So isn't that a native by now? I feel like <laughs> it. I know. When I turned 18, I had spent exactly half my life in Arizona and half in Boston. Wow, wow. Yeah. Do you have a Boston accent? I, I never really checked I that. do when there's alcohol involved or if I've spoken <laughs> to my sister for a long time on the phone. Wow, and she's in Boston. <laughs> yeah. Well, great, great. Do you visit your family much in Boston? I wish I could visit them more. Yeah. Um, it just costs so darn much to fly back sure. to Boston. <laughs> sure, sure. Well, that's great. And... The, you, for your well, you know you've I, I've you've had different pa- paths in your career. Mm-hmm. One, did you start out with as an instrumentalist? No, I uh, started off as a singer. Okay, and then in college, it was mandatory to learn piano to be a vocal major. Oh my goodness, is that when you first started playing piano? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. And so you really, I mean, you sing to your music. Yes. And then you do instrumentals also. I was wondering what you started doing first, singing or music? Um, Well, I started singing out of the womb because my dad was a musician. So it was always huge in our house. He played guitar, harmonica, and bongos. And so he would play Paul Simon or Neil Diamond or whatever, and we would have like sing-alongs to (laughs) the records. Back when records were, you know, first out. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I was thinking of releasing a new release on cassette tape. Do you think that would take off? Cassettes. You know, I know a couple people that have done that, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's and then the LPs, those are great. Yeah. Um, well, you know, we we got your stuff that you've done here. For instance, you have websites. You're on Reverb Nation. You're on, um, what's your website address? Uh, AprilAndMusic.com. Okay. So that's a great place to start learning if you don't, if I mean, if you want to learn more about April and her work. And she's on her website. She says she's available for film and television. And you've got a couple television or uh, movie credits on the site itself. Was it, what's that like? I mean, isn't it tough to just get selected to do that? Well, it was actually interesting back in the MySpace days. I oh. know now I'm dating myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was like this whole kind of networking thing. And I got contacted by a gentleman in Japan and by a gentleman in Italy. 
um, that were both doing films and they asked me to to produce music for them um so i would sit there um because i didn't have a high budget thing so i'd have like a laptop showing their reel and then a laptop hooked up to a keyboard like sequencing everything up because there's one where i was the music for the opening credits and so there was all these hits Mm -hmm. where like if the person's name popped up i had to make a sound happen on that cue and so it was it was a little tricky and then with the time difference being in japan and italy like we would have our phone conversations at like the middle of the night for me but it would be you know morning for them wow great experience yeah a lot of people say oh i'd like to do film like to do commercial but when people actually actually are successful with that venture they have a story. Well, it's not that simple. <laughs> it's not like you just record something, they put it on the movie. So no. that's kind of neat seeing the behind the scenes. Yeah. What song would you like to start off with? I told you my three favorites, but you're welcome to play whatever you'd like. April Ann is a pianist and a vocalist and, and a synthesis. I've heard <laughs> her synthesis work. So uh, it's all yours. What would you like to start with today? Um, I'll kick it off with Phoenix. All right. Don't 
That is amazing. Thank you. And I was wondering how you would reproduce that song in the oh, just the piano and vocals because you have a whole orchestra or something. Uh, on the a recording. whole band in that one. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's off the Unbroken CD or album. Which was released just last year, 2017, and you're working on a, a up-and-coming uh, project, which is called, uh, what was it again? All I Have Left. All I Have Left. So, we're going to hear new, um, un, re, un, let's see what's called, unreleased or world premiere mm-hmm. songs from that album, yeah. which is about two songs from that album. Did you uh, say? Yeah, I'll do two songs good, off that good. one. Yeah. And you're ready to do five today, so that's good. Yes. We're... we're Definitely going to be ready for that. Okay, good. <laughs> now, uh, um, you're gigging. Yes. And you're gigging a lot. I try. <laughs> this week especially. Yeah. And you've got a gig tomorrow? Tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday. Wow. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. It's kind of cool to be gigging. Yes. Because it keeps you busy, and also uh, it makes money. So yeah. it, it's a nice combination. Do you have ever down times or times, if you're like the average musician, you're busy sometimes, super busy, or uh, some short periods of not being really busy, but then it picks up again within a week or two. Does that happen with you as far as the gigs go? Yeah, as soon as summer kicks in, like the hot, hot part, nobody's really booking a lot of live music because nobody wants to sit outside. Yeah, how are you doing this summer in that sense? Um... So far, okay. Knocking on a Yamaha. Good, um, good. Hopefully, it continues. So that's great because yeah. I was going to say, are you one of those musicians that is busy all the time and no doubt times? It, because obviously, the way you perform that song, that's great, and it's a market for great music. So yeah, I you. can't imagine you having much downtime, if ever. I so. try not to. I try to. It keeps me out of trouble if I stay busy. <laughs> sure, sure. You know, I find that when I do have downtime, I'm thankful because I then can things that I wasn't didn't have time to do otherwise but it, it, then I'm when I'm busy I'm thankful too so it's a nice happy world <laughs> it is yeah the only time thing I do on downtime is sleep <laughs> oh my gosh. now uh you can actually tell us where you're playing if that's okay tomorrow tonight and tomorrow and, sure know. um tonight I'll be at Nick and Tony's in Gilbert from 6 30 to 9 30 um I believe playing out on their patio which is beautiful yep, yep. Um, Great weather right now. It's so perfect right now. And then tomorrow is a show I'm really excited and proud of. My friend Christina Martin, who is a artist locally, nice. is doing her very first solo show. Wow. I know. So you're supporting her project? I am. Nice. So she's made a whole bunch of new pieces for this show. Wow. Um, and I'll be the live music. And uh, I also moonlighted as a caterer. So her and I, <laughs> her and I all have, have made all the food that'll be there tomorrow. Nice. Is that what you do during your day? As far as catering, is that are you a caterer? No. <laughs> okay, I was wondering. <laughs> it was just a hat I threw on to help her out. <laughs> nice, nice. So we'll have those uh, veggie rolls and all that stuff. Uh, I'm actually making Spanish meatballs nice. and Propas Bravas and wow. from Chata cookies and the whole thing. And that's tomorrow? <laughs> yes. From yeah. uh, It starts at 7. Mm-hmm. Music starts at 8. But you can meet the artist, see all of her work. Um, and she's actually doing the cover art for the upcoming album. Wow, your next album. Yeah. And... Where is this at again? Because I want to make sure. The Alwyn House. The Alwyn House. And that's located? Downtown Phoenix in the Art Kind of District. Is, it, is there a good parking? Um, It's downtown <laughs> Phoenix. Yeah, so. that says, okay. Because some downtown Phoenix's uh, locations, they have their own gravel lot or something. They have a couple spots like right behind the house. Okay. Um, but then there's lots of parking on the street. Because they're kind of, they're in the Art District, but they're kind of away from the Art District. Mm-hmm. So it's not as congested. Oh, good, good. They'll. 
get out of that $10 parking fee. Or yeah, yeah. So, great. Well, uh, with you being the artist and us being the show, I think we should probably hear more of your music. Sure. Okay. What would you like to do next? Uh, I'll do Skeletons and Ghosts for you. All right. <laughs> you know, this song, I, I'm really uh, thrilled to hear this because we, I got to tell you, as soon as I heard this cut on our show, on the being broadcast, I went, oh my gosh, it sounds like a classic right right out the door because it's got the cool um, octaves on the bass. Mm-hmm. It's got that drum beat. Do, 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 do. I mean, it. as soon as you hear it, you go, holy cow, this is a hit. <laughs> I've heard this before because it's just so good. It's one of those songs where you hear it and you think, oh, I've heard this before because it's great. So if you've never heard this, you got to listen to our station so you hear the full orchestra playing behind her, the drums and all that. But let's hear, I mean, I don't want to build this up. and I mean, you'll do great on this. So I'm really thrilled to hear Skeletons and Ghosts. Well, thank you. Yeah. She lives in a world Skeletons in closets And secrets kept behind the blinds She tells herself lies And hopes that one day she'll believe them too she loves to play head games No time for chess When there are hearts to break She makes the rules and as she goes Not a
Skeletons and ghosts, my favorite. That is awesome. I love that driving piano. Um, it's almost like rock and roll guitar piano, right? <laughs> so that, that's why I love that. It's driving, and um, you. What year did you learn how to play the piano? Because you sound like it's new. It's like I mentioned. It's not the '70s sound or the '60s way of playing. It's what, um, was it in the '90s that you studied no, piano? Two thousand. Two thousand. Okay. Yeah, but I was classically trained on violin. Wow. For 14 years. That's amazing. So wow. that's probably why I play a lot of arpeggios. <laughs> that's great. I love it. So um, now I wanted to ask you two points. One was Kirk loves asking about our, obviously we have a young student base and established artists such as yourself. What sort of advice would you give to artists of the young age if they want to pursue music or even if they don't want to pursue music? What it, using your life experiences because you mentioned in your website that you're wise now <laughs> and hopefully when you if you live long enough you do become wise at like so what would you say for a student that wants to make music their life is that possible today absolutely the number one thing i'm going to say and they're going to not be happy with this is you have to practice yeah. you have to practice a lot mm-hmm. um especially if you want your chops to be good i um you know, try to practice between four to eight hours a day. Wow. Every day. I try. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's good. Vocals too? Yes. Wow. Yeah. Because I want my voice to be strong so that when I do like tonight, a three hour gig, I have a voice when I'm done with the gig because it's used to that. It's muscles. So as long as you keep them trained, they're there and can handle that. Where if you say you practice for 30 minutes and then you get booked for a three hour set, you're probably not going to have a voice at the end of it. Very good. Now, I hope you kids heard that. That's three to four hours a day. I mean, if you want to make this a lifetime career, you have to put in that work. But with the life that it gives you as far as freedom, uh, artistic, Mm -hmm. uh, artistic, what's it called when you get uh, reward, rewards, (laughs) artistic (laughs) rewards, it's, would you say it's all worth it? Absolutely. I mean, the money is hit or miss sometimes just because it is the music industry. But if you absolutely love it, and if it's yeah. what your soul needs, then I say go for it. Yeah. But you have to be all in. Otherwise, the music isn't going to accept you. Yeah. And, you know, some people actually try, and they don't succeed, and then they back off and get a different career. But um, at least they learn to make that decision. No, I don't really want to practice more to do what it takes to succeed. So they make that decision, and mm-hmm. they drop out. Some people, they get involved with the scene and realize, oh, wow, I better step it up. I better start practicing more. I better get lessons. I better. And then they make that decision. I'm going to put in what it takes to succeed. So there's people like that. Fortunately, most people back off. Otherwise, it'd be glutted with great artists. And It's true. It's yeah. true. And some people, you know, will try to squash you in the beginning um, where when I was in college, I had my, my vocal instructor Tell me I should never sing. I shouldn't do music. I should never think of doing a career in music. Oh, wow. They've actually told you that? Yeah. Oh, my and, goodness. And I was like, but this is the only thing that, that truly makes me happy, so I'm going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, I'm i 54. I always say that at every show. But I, you know, when you get older, too, mm-hmm. in, in my place, for instance, you don't hear all the support that a young student will hear. Mm-hmm. And especially a young student that is out in the world after 
graduating from either high school or college and they go out in the world and then they get all that negative feedback because when you're a young artist, especially when you go out into the scene, you're going to hear a lot of negative feedback because people that are more established don't want the competition Mm -hmm. or um, they're so good that they do great because um, they're youthful and great musicians. But when you get older, you know, you got to kind of take that for a grain of salt, too, as far as the feedback you receive. Because the longer you do this, the more reactions you will get and the more criticism you get, whether it's good or bad. So you just got to be persistent. And if it's something you truly love, you overcome it and just practice more. (laughs) Absolutely. And one of the things I've learned over the years is children and drunk people are very honest. Oh, no. So so if you're doing amazing, either side will tell you, you know, and it, it... they, they will be, you know, unfiltered feedback, whether you want it or not. You know, um, I do. Do you play a lot of gigs where there's some drunk people? <laughs> I've played quite a few. Yes. Wow, that's <laughs> tough. That is tough. Okay, man, let's hear some more music. That is so awesome. It's great. I love how you crescendo and with the chords and all that. That's great. I mean, I can't say enough about that. Oh well, thank you. It's a great performance. Thank you. So I'll do piano strings for you. Okay. Oh, 
the sheets Clapping And we even had visitors They were giving us thumbs up And we're on Facebook Live And this will be rebroadcast three times a week Three days Three times a day for three weeks So or yeah, one time a day for three weeks. Okay, we got this right now. <laughs> um, you know, I got to ask you, uh, and I kind of ha- have an idea on this, but what is your take on like shows like The Voice, the, um, what's another one, Star Search? Uh, I think there's another one. What is your, what is your thoughts on that? I mean, have you ever thought about auditioning when they were in town, things like that? I did audition for The Voice. You did? They actually contacted me. Oh. So I drove out to Vegas and auditioned. And how, did they, how did they contact you? Did they just call you on your cell phone? No, through Reverb Nation. They, uh, oh my. they messaged me and said, hey, we'd like you to come to Vegas to audition. You mean Reverb Nation works? Yeah, it can <laughs> work. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So you went to Vegas. Yeah, and they, it was an interesting experience. They... Um, you're not allowed to talk on your phone. You're not allowed to have your phone out. You have to have your ID. Wow. Um, it's all very, you know, straightforward. And then in the bathroom, and this is a little graphic, but it was just all the toilets were just covered in, in vomit because kids were so oh scared gosh. that they were throwing up before wow. their auditions. Wow. Um, but it was like you were in a doctor's office, and they would call your number. You were no longer a name. You were just wow. a number, and they would bring you in. And you had to have at least three songs prepared. They wanted you to just sing the backing tracks, but I was really wanting to sing with my piano. Yeah. So we brought my keyboard. They wouldn't let me use my keyboard. Oh my gosh. Um so they like made a big deal about it. Finally played on theirs. They heard my age and then I got the face. Oh gosh. <laughs> Even before I sang, oh. I was like, "Hi, my name's April, you know, I'm from Mesa, Arizona or whatever and I'm I think at the time I was like 32." And oh, they wow. just made this face. And oh. then I looked around Everybody that was auditioning around me was 16. <laughs> oh, my gosh. When they made the face, who was it? Was it were they celebrities? No. There's actually a whole behind-the-scenes process that you guys okay. don't see where it's, um, un, um, where it's people that uh, are working behind the scenes yep, yep. that filter out. Wow. So it was some chick, and she just wasn't having me from the get-go. And well, then I, I sang, and she's yeah. like, okay, goodbye. Like, no oh, feedback, no info. <laughs> and then I found out later is it was because I was too old and wow. because of my training. Like, I wasn't your swan success story. Oh, wow. I was a professionally gigging musician. And oh. Now, um, I got to ask, how old was this frowny-faced judge or whatever she was? I think she was my age. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So she's in the industry. Oh, my goodness. So I here's my take on that. I mean, I think it's a great opportunity if you succeed, but... I don't know who won the past five or seven years. And it's great if they, you know, I hear it's quite a machine they put you through. It is. And I feel kind of bad because I've had some kids that I know um, audition for it. And it breaks their spirits where Uh they think about giving up music. Well, I didn't get picked. So obviously I suck. And it's Uh like, okay, they auditioned like 10,000 people and like 10 get in. You know, the odds of that happening to you are very slim. Yep. You know, so you have to go in with that mindset of, I'm probably not going to get this, but I'm going to try. Yeah, it's a great experience. It looks, it's a great, if you succeed and get in chosen, so you can always brag about that. Why not? You're mm-hmm. on national TV and the Beatles played that Sullivan show. So right? there's something about that. Uh, but don't let it stop you because yeah. you're doing something that a lot of 
of the of the contestants can't do, and that's making music a career and gigging. Because I was thinking, what happens to these people that have the hits right now that are singing to these tracks, and then uh, three, four, five years later, they're they're not being getting radio or play. Can they do a three hour gig at a Holiday Inn or or a resort? You know, it's those are the skills that will. Was that me? Yeah, sorry. <laughs> those are the skills that'll keep them working in the industry, mm-hmm. and you know that could lead to other things. Absolutely. So it's not an end all, end all if you don't make it on the voice, and you prove that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You have well, to take your career into your own hands, and there's no magic switch that just gets you in the door. If you listen to like people who have made it, like Sarah Barella, she'll tell you. And I was one of those. I would have my piano on my shoulder kicking open venue doors, and she was that way too, you know? Like, you have to work hard, Mm -hmm. and then maybe you get lucky. But to be lucky, I think, is to be able to do it as a full-time job. Yep, and that's the great thing of it all, is working everything, putting in the work, making the connections, and making a living. Do you do this for a living? Yeah, this is all I do. That's fascinating. (laughs) That's amazing. Because I I always ask that question, too, with my artists. I I ask them, well, what do you do to pay the bills? You do this? You do music? Amazing. Tell us a little how you do that. Because some people have, you know, two part-time jobs, things like that, which is great. Mm -hmm. You know, they're doing what it takes to survive, and still they're in the music scene, so that's great. Uh, I wanted to shift gears a little bit because we want to start talking about your new album mm-hmm. um you've got two songs how many songs have you written for that now um i think it's one, ten. Ten songs now are you a traditionalist where you release the cd and it has about a dozen songs on it well this one's only gonna have 10 with possibly an 11th hidden track okay so your market still it likes the album format i'm uh, assuming I'm assuming too because yeah. I'm doing it again. <laughs> yeah, well, there's I th- I still think there's a market for albums and you know this one drop thing and three singles and out. <laughs> yeah. So you're dev- you're providing a whole catalog and uh, of those twelve songs, you're uh, you're choosing ten. When do you have any time frame when you have this project wrapped up and out for everybody? I, to purchase? I don't know yet. I'm just taking it as as fast as I can with the quality being what I want it to be. Um, this one's very story-driven, where it's it's not really about me. Um, it's about experiences or stories or people that I've known or met. Um, so it's it's there's no love stories. It's, it's a complete shift, which was a great challenge for me as a songwriter Neat. to write about things. Um, and sometimes... It might be a story that I've experienced, but I left myself out of it and wrote it from a different perspective. Nice. Um, Because I didn't want it to be an, hey, look at me, all about me album. You know, there's one track, you know, that has references to stuff about me, Mm. um, you know, um, but I'll try to keep a lot of it, you know, that was more about me, more vague, where it could be about anybody. Um, Let me throw out the scene. Is it like Cheryl Crow? She kind of talks about people and on her albums and the the quirkiness of life kind of it's more it's more like i well the title track is all i have left and so what it is it's all i have left is memories oh. so i'm literally taking you through a photo album okay of life of life experiences mm-hmm. or, or people that have been in my life um that might not be here anymore it all came oh. to me when i was doing the epk for the last album yep. 
And I was sitting on the floor going through pictures because he wanted pictures of me as like a kid with my dad. And I'm going through all these pictures, looking at all the people that are deceased or no longer in my life. And it hit me really, really hard. I was like, wow, all I have left are these memories of these people. Wow. Um, And it kind of just spawned this, this idea and album. And I wanted to bring you into the world. So there's sound bites of like my grandma a voicemail of my grandma or a thunderstorm or the ocean or whatever it was that the story is talking about to really kind of encapsulate you in this world that I'm creating. Wow, that's beautiful. That is beautiful. Thank you. And we're going to hear a world premiere off that album. Can you play one now? Sure. I'll do the title track for you. It's called All I Have Left. With April Ann on the Independent Artist Spotlight Show on AZ Radio. i 
so good. Thank you. <laughs> wow. The way you build up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Jeez. That's great. Thank you. Wow. What can you say um, after that? That's just phenomenal. You've. What's your other song that you've got? It's called Remains the Same. It's actually about the house that I grew up in. This is the only one that's truly about me. Now, before we go into that song, can you talk about the artists that helped record your music a little bit? Like, did you have a drummer that recorded? Um, I haven't added really any drums except for some stuff that I've put in. Um, I do have some beautiful guitar work, especially on uh, some of the other songs that uh, I'm not playing today. (laughs) Um, By Randall Downs of of Loser's Way Home. He came um, to my home and recorded in my home studio and layered some gorgeous acoustic guitar riffs that are just really make the songs magical and come to life. Nice. Is he on the er, the next album? Uh, was he on the Unbroken? He was not on Unbroken. He okay. he will be on All I Have Left. All yeah. I Have Left. Wow. I think he's on every single track on All I Have Left. Great. You yeah. know, I was worried that this was going to be your last album <laughs> with that title, but after you hear the story and you understand it, it, it just of tugs the heart as far as depth. So that's Great. It's not going to be your last album. Thank no, goodness. No. <laughs> but, it, but all the memories that she has is what she has left. Wow. Yeah. And when you perform, do you ever perform with a band? Sometimes I do, yeah. Sometimes I'll bring in a drummer, a violinist, a guitarist, okay. uh, occasionally a bass player. Uh, bass players get frustrated with me since as a piano player, we're, we're playing a lot of their stuff in the left hand. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate with that. Right, right yeah. <laughs> okay, April Ann. April Ann, we got to say this, April Ann. So can you play us one more song? And Absolutely. To- Absolutely. I'll take us home with uh, My Childhood Home Remains the Same. Riding bikes down the street, 
So keep listening. Uh, do you have them on ready to be aired on the radio yet? <laughs> I'm like plugging us now. Right. Um, I, d- I just don't have anything quite finished yet. Okay. So it's got to be mastered. As soon as I do, I'll, you'll be the first on my list that I'll contact. That'd be awesome. In the meantime, we've got 12 of her songs off the Unknown album, and we're going to follow up this interview with a block of her music. And just to follow up, where are you playing coming up so they can hear this great performance? Thank you. Um, tonight, Nick and Tony's from 630 to 930. Tomorrow at the Alwyn House from 8 to 10. Saturday at the Tempe uh, Public Library. And then on the 26th at Fibber McGee's. That's awesome. Uh, professional artists. Very professional artists. Thank you, Thank April you. Ann, for being on the show. And lastly, where can they log on to catch your future shows on your um, internet? <laughs> <laughs> the internet thing. Um, you can find me on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram at at April and music or on my website. I try to keep everything updated and I try to keep Reverb Nation updated as well. Um, and if you sign up for my mailing list and you get little notifications like maybe once a month or twice a month of where I'm playing. Great. April Land, this has been the AZ Radio Independent Artist Spotlight Show. Thank you for everyone that makes this show possible. Thanks to Kirk Studio for the performing arts. Thank you, Kirk Taylor, for taking a risk on helping the independent artists and uh, making the students and teachers' lives just that much more satisfying. And thank you once again, April Ann. Thank you.